everybody. Welcome to The Kelly O Show. I'm your host, Kelly Alexa. This show is dedicated to inspiring women of all ages to pursue excellence in mind, body, and business. After decades of playing small in my own life and staying in the comfort zone, a couple of years of massive chaos and drama in my personal and my professional life forever changed me for the better. Through some tough lessons, I evolved and I became a stronger and more confident version of myself, fearless and finally, unapologetically myself. I am now designing my life bigger and better than ever before. And most importantly, I'm designing a life on my terms that is full of joy and happiness. And I think that this is something that's been missing for so many women. They're either staying in the comfort zone like I was or they've got a life that looks pretty good on the outside, but it's missing real joy and health and happiness. And that is no bueno. I believe that the future is female. And every week this show is going to bring you incredible interviews and live shows that I hope is going to motivate you to take massive action in your life, to leave the comfort zone and go all in again, to pursue achieving excellence in mind, body, and in business. I hope you enjoy the show and let's dive in. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Kelly O Show. This is a two-part episode and it's a Kelly O solo show. And I am talking about a really, I think this topic is going to be like it was for me yesterday, a big aha moment for so many of you who are trying to lose weight, you are stuck in a weight loss plateau, you've been tuning into what I've been sharing and learning about caloric deficit, you're starting to have these aha moments. And I recorded this show because the topic is healthy fats and cooking with healthy fats. And before you jump to any conclusions, just know this is not a show where I'm saying you know, go fat free, don't cook with with healthy fats. That's not it at all. But what I want to share with you is, you know, I talk about caloric deficit and the importance of caloric deficit and how focusing on caloric deficit has been working for me better than anything has in several years. And it's also making my life more enjoyable because I can eat whatever I want. And, and don't think when I say I can eat whatever I want, that means I can eat whatever I want, however much I want of it, anytime I want, I still diet. I just diet strategically. And and when you do that with a caloric deficit focus, and that's your primary focus, it makes life easier and you lose weight. It's the best thing ever. It really is the best thing ever. Does it require a little extra focus and effort? Yeah. Is it worth it? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I wish I knew this five years ago. I wish I was paying attention to this five years ago. Anyway, So this is a two-part episode. Each one's going to be about 25 minutes. So it's about 50 minutes in total. And I go into a deep dive about what I learned yesterday because I was exposed to about two or three different people who just happened to be sharing the same message um, about healthy fats and, and the calories in healthy fats and how a lot of us aren't quite thinking about this. Uh, in the course of our days, in the course of our cooking, in the course of our calorie counting. And I promise you, if you listen to this, not only the point, but then also hear about how you take that and make a slight shift in what you're cooking. I was so excited, you guys. I I was so excited to have this aha moment and then go, oh my gosh, I'm going to do what she's doing. Like, this is going to be 
yummy, tasty, healthy, nutritious, and this is probably going to make a big impact in my weight loss journey in the next 30 days. And I'm going to track this all on my blog, so you're going to love it. Um, but anyway, tune in. This is a two-part episode, and you're going to love this for because I really think I'm going to get so many comments from all of you going, oh my God, I've been doing this too, Kelly. And I bet this is this is going to be you know something that's just going to light the fire up in the fat loss land of my life. So sit back and enjoy this two-part. I can't, It's so hard. For, I'm so used to saying two-part interview. Two-part interview with myself. <laughs> the Kelly O Show solo. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Kelly O Show. Today is a Kelly O solo show. And I'm recording this because sometimes, you know, I plan out in advance some topics that I want to talk about. And I do. I have a whole spreadsheet of things I'm going to be talking about over the next year. Topics that are the most popular uh, questions that I get or the things that you all respond to the most on my social channels, on my blog, on my YouTube channel, and certainly here on the podcast. Um, I've learned how to do all that cool stuff, you know, dive into the analytics and figure out what it is that you want to learn more about. So I'm here to serve you. And in this case, you know, sometimes I just, something will strike me or I'll stumble upon something and learn something and it will so... I don't know what the word I'm looking for here is. Um, it just so penetrates my mind and gives me this mic drop aha moment that I know I've got to share it with all of you because, frankly, the the fitness journey I'm on, the weight loss journey I'm on, the I want to get in my, my most fit shape ever journey that I'm on, so many of you are on. And... Whenever it is that I, it's 99% of the time when I share these aha moments, I get immediate responses from all of you going, oh my God, like I know that you have, you're, you're going to experience the same, oh my God, I never thought about that. And sometimes these can be the simplest things, you know, I'll reference caloric deficit, you know, when I stumbled on Jordan Syatt and I first started hearing caloric deficit. It's not like that was a newsflash necessarily. So many of us know, you know, the concept that when you're on a quote unquote diet, you need to be watching how much you eat, but it certainly was not something that was front and center. It has not been front and center because as you guys have heard me talk about in some of my other solo shows, the fitness space has gotten into this in my opinion, crazy, I don't know, area of focus or this cra- showcasing this attitude where, you know, you hear things like diets or death. You can't be on a diet without having the word die in it. Like, let's not diet, let's just eat clean or just go paleo and you don't have to count calories. All of this nonsense that makes people get away from the basics, the simple truth that is we need to know, we need to be focused on. And, and that's what gets me so angry about some of this stuff. You know, when people are telling you just eat clean or just eat whole foods, and you don't have to count calories, you know, just eat unlimited vegetables and you don't have to count calories. Um, you know, counting calories is so old school. It leads to, you know, obsessive thoughts and obsessive dieting. And, and sometimes some of those things can be true, but when we get away from this and we, we let these myths permeate the fitness space and the nutrition space. There are so many of us who are following not only a bunch of 
extra additional rules that are not needed, but we're not following the most important rules. You know, there's there's legions of us out there who have been trying to work out and eat healthy for years and years and years. And because we haven't been told to focus on the very simple leading truth of, in that case, caloric deficit, we've been probably eating too much. And it seems funny to say that because, you know, like myself, so many of you can say, you know, if if somebody were to come in my house and there were a hidden camera and they were watching everything I'd be eating, nobody would be able to say that I eat unhealthy or that I eat bad foods. You know, I'm not eating cookies and cakes and fried food and, and burgers every day. I'm eating healthy foods. I'm eating salads. I'm eating egg whites. I'm eating protein pancakes. You know, that's great. That's awesome. But the truth is you can literally gain weight being a vegan. You can gain weight eating nothing but these, you know, fitness foods, protein shakes and protein bars. You can eat food going on a detox program. If you if you eat too much of anything, you can either not lose weight and stay at the same weight you are, or you could potentially gain weight. And so we've been handed a lot of, well, let's just say we've been led down the wrong path as opposed to being focused on the right path. So for me, quite often when I have an aha moment, it's not necessarily that it's a new discovery, that there's been some new food invent, you know, or, or a, a new product that's been invented and we're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. It's a belt that you put on in the morning and by the evening you've lost, it's burned all the calories that you've eaten and you've lost a pound. It's brilliant. It's it's not that it's an invention, right? A mic drop moment or a um, an aha moment, something that can change your life in, in the context of your weight loss journey, right? In the context of your fitness journey. It doesn't always have to be necessarily something new. It's, I mean, if you're like me, quite often, whether it's in a business context or a fitness context or any context, sometimes I'll go back and read a book and get something out of it I never got the first time, you know, because of the timing and because I, I happened to hear something for the first time. So just know that what I'm about to share with you, um, I this, this was just yesterday, I happened via several different, you know, um, areas or or circumstances, I was exposed to a very similar message and it was around healthy fats. Now, let me, before I dive into this, um, this healthy fats topic and why it's important to pay attention to this, this is absolutely tied back to caloric deficit and weight loss. Okay. So I'm really glad that I brought that up in the beginning because Number one, if you're listening to this podcast now and you haven't listened to my interview with Jordan Syatt and you don't know who Jordan Syatt is, you will benefit greatly by listening to that two-part episode with Jordan. He changed my life. Stumbling on him changed my life. Um, And you will want to follow him. Um, You will want to um, subscribe to all of his channels. He puts out such amazing um, information that has snapped me out of wasting my time worrying about stupid stuff. And because of him, because of him, you know, put it, his, his information and his education guiding me off of the wrong paths and onto the right path. I'm making a change in my body like I never have before over the past 
couple of years, actually. So I credit him with so much. And you will, again, if you're listening to this podcast, maybe you've just stumbled on it. If you haven't listened to that, I will link it up in the show notes. You owe it to yourself to listen to my two-part interview with Jordan Syatt. And then make sure you follow him and tune into, he's got some great information on his YouTube channel. The guy's brilliant. He's one of my certainly go-to people on social media. But knowing the importance of caloric deficit and seeing how much when I focus very diligently on caloric deficit, my body, my hormonally imbalanced body, my body that has Hashimoto's, my body that has experienced adrenal fatigue and adrenal burnout, my body that has always had a challenge, um, you know, losing weight, or at least so I thought. When I stick with caloric deficit, and I have seen this over the past four to five months, I lose weight. And it is the best feeling ever because I know if I'm if I'm kind of stuck, it means I got to tighten that up. I've got to pay a little bit more attention. And I feel damn good that at 51, um, now that I'm able to be working out again, if, for those of you that don't know what I'm referencing, last year I missed a lot of workout time over a period of about six to seven months because I had chronic headaches and migraines. Sidebar, if any of you have chronic headaches and migraines, I did a whole show that detailed my entire experience because I don't have chronic headaches and my migraines anymore. But it devastated my life for six or seven months. I couldn't work. I couldn't work out. Um, so it is a beautiful, beautiful thing to be 51 years old, be back to working out and seeing my body lean out and, and just morph back into shape. And like, I like what I see every week. I am encouraged and I'm on a sustainable plan that has me making progress every week, but I'm still enjoying my life. I'm having carbs. I'm having, um, alcoholic beverages every weekend. I'm, I'm just not sitting around obsessing about six meals a day, eating nothing but plain grilled chicken breast and broccoli and rice, just water, never drinking, never having a cheat meal. Like I'm living my life. And and yet I'm living my life and feeling and looking better every week and knowing that, you know, this summer I'll hit my fat loss goal. That's a beautiful thing. And it's all tied back to finally understanding what are the most important things. When you know what the most important things are and when you know Secondly, what aren't important things like cutting out fruit, worrying about brown rice versus white rice, um, thinking that you can't ever have a diet soda because your body will automatically start thinking it's sugar and convert it into fat. When you cut out worrying about the stupid stuff and you only focus on being diligent and paying attention to the important stuff, it's amazing how much better your life is, how much less stressed you are and the results that you'll see. Hey everybody, if you're tuning into this podcast and you are either A, thinking about having a podcast of your own someday, or you've already started your own podcast and you're doing your own production work, I have to recommend my podcast producer. He's got a few spots open and I told him, please let me help you get some of these business spots filled. He is exceptional at what he does. He is timely. He's professional. He is outstanding at covering up all of my screw-ups. I've been working with him for the better part of a year and a half. Can't recommend him strongly enough. And so because he's got a few spots open, I thought I would put an ad on here and let you guys know. 
If you are looking for an outstanding podcast producer, I've got you covered. Go to kellyalexa.com, fill out the contact me form. I'll connect you directly. So yesterday, all of those things considered. So we're going to tie this all back to losing weight, hitting your weight loss goal, caloric deficit. Yesterday, in two or three different places, I ended up being exposed to this message from three or four different people about healthy fats. And so I think pretty much all of you that are listening know, as do I, we know what the good fats are versus the bad fats, right? We're all paying attention and using coconut oil or avocado oil um, or olive oil um, instead. And for butter, we're using you know grass-fed butter. We're not using margarine. We we know what healthy fats are, right? We also know what healthy fats are when it comes to foods: the nuts, the nut butter, um, avocado, etc. Right? And yet, I was exposed to an Instagram message. Um, and I'll tag her by Be Well Jen. And then I was exposed to this. I stumbled on this girl. I love her um, on YouTube. It was just when I went to YouTube, I was looking up something else. And on my homepage, they had you know certain recommended videos based on my browsing history. I love that YouTube's doing that. They didn't used to do that. It used to only be that when you went to YouTube, the people you were subscribed to came up. And now they're starting to recommend people for you. And I love it because I discovered this girl called High Carb Hannah. Now, full disclosure, she's vegan. So her blog is about how she lost 70 pounds going vegan. That's not my thing. If you're vegan, great. And and I have, you know, respect for you. It's not my piece of pie. Okay. I'm never going to be vegan. I'm never going to be vegetarian. However, whatever video it was that I stumbled upon, and I'll try to pick the one video so I can link up to it in the show notes. But it was watching a couple of her videos where she was explaining, I think actually I know which video it was with high carb Hannah. She put this video up saying, this was the one thing I did that helped me to lose weight. And I'm like, sometimes, yeah, I know that's clickbait, but I fell for it. And I watched the video and then I watched a couple of her other videos. And what she was saying in her video was, Now, of course, she's vegan, so this makes sense. But she said when she first went vegan, my understanding is, and I'm paraphrasing here, when she said when she first went vegan, she was eating a ton of fruit. She was eating fruit all the time. And she was actually gaining weight. I think she was either first, you know, just kind of staying at the same weight and she was heavy. And then she was gaining weight. And she, what she shared was that when she was eating a lot of fruit, um, she was eating more along the lines of, you know, um, the mangoes, the bananas, there are definitely fruits that are, uh, a much higher quote unquote sugar content, if you will, um, than foods that have more water in them that are more dense. And so ultimately what she discovered is that when she switched her focus and instead of making the majority of her plant-based diet come from fruit, And moved it to being, you know, and and it wasn't, here's the deal. She wasn't saying like, I'm cutting out fruit. She was just saying like, I need to focus on, she she chose her focus to be vegetables first. Like, I'm going to just start eating a lot more vegetables. And it wasn't, again, that she said, I'm not going to have fruit. She just said, my first focus is I want to get a lot of vegetables. And she started making a lot of meals with a lot more vegetables, like three-fourths of her plate or half of her plate was vegetables, right? And Then she was showing a demonstration of some of these recipes. 
And she made this point about healthy fats because she's putting all of these vegetables in. I forget what she was making. It was either lentil soup or something like that. And she's putting it in this instant pot and she made the point like, hey, when you, you know, I'm using an instant pot so I don't have to use the fats because if you're, you know, if you're not cooking with a lot of sugars or fats, your calories are lower. And here's the deal. Like this, when I first heard that, I kind of, it made me think of the early or or maybe mid to late 80s when the fat-free phase came in um, of of diet and fitness. So bear with me a little bit, okay? Because I'm I'm gonna explain all of this to you with how my brain started processing this. When she first said, you know, you wanna not cook with as much sugar and blah, blah, blah. Her whole point was, she lost a lot of weight by focusing on eating uh, dense foods, like getting getting as much calorie bang for your buck. There's a great book I will you know link up to this as well in the show notes that I read years ago. Similar concept called Volumetrics. In fact, I hope I can get the author on this show um, because it's definitely um, worth having her, and and she has a great reputation. But really. Oh gosh, this is all going to be so tied back so perfectly to caloric deficit and what I what I learned when I first started doing caloric deficit as my primary focus the end of last year. Volumetrics is the same as what this gal was talking about, high carb Hannah. She's like, you know, if I have a, a bowl of fruit, she was like, you know, a pound of bananas is going to have so many more calories than a pound of, you know, this kind of vegetables. And and really, if you think about it, I was explaining this to my man last night. We were chopping up a salad. We were making this huge salad. And I said to him, now again, my man is not somebody that historically has gone and counted calories. I know the calorie count of pretty much anything you can lay in front of me. You know, I'm a girl that's been dieting for a long time. And so he's chopping up all this romaine lettuce. And I said to him, I was explaining this point and showing him this video. And I said, how many calories do you think is in this huge bowl of lettuce? And he's like, I don't know, 50, 75. And I said, actually, it's probably like 10. He's like, are you serious? And then I started giving him some examples of like how much zucchini you can have for this many calories. And with the right fruits, it can be the same, right? It can be if you're if you go more towards berries, you can have a lot more berries for 70 calories than you can have bananas, right? Like one banana is typically 100 calories. Um, and you know, nobody wants to eat like a half a banana. Everybody, you know, I could eat two bananas. That's 200 calories. You could have a lot more berries and volume of food if you chose the right fruit. Same thing with vegetables. You know, when you're focusing on the green vegetables, they, you can get a lot more bang for your buck, a lot more vegetables for the calories. And so when you focus on the right foods that are going to give you volume and you can eat more food for you know, like, let's say she was showing 300 calories. She was showing three recipes for 300 calories. And she's like, look at how dense these are. Look at this big serving I can get for 300 calories. And her point about healthy fats was if she was making, I think let's use her lentil soup, for example, if she made the, you know, single portion of the lentil soup and she put in olive oil, you know, you could be adding, you guys, this is where, reality check has to come in because some people will automatically listen to this and go, come on, you're talking about olive oil. It's healthy. It's good for you. It's healthy fat. It still is about a hundred calories a tablespoon. So 
if you put a bunch of vegetables in your air fryer um, and you cook it and you just liberally sprinkle on a bunch of olive oil, which is historically my man, I love him to death. When he's made vegetables for us in the air fryer, he will be a lot more liberal with his um, olive oil distribution, if you will, than I have. And that just really comes from uh, his experience. He hasn't been a calorie counter or somebody that's had to uh, worry about dieting like I have. So, you know, there's a lot of people out there that have, they've never done that. They just, they cook, they're not thinking about it. And, and, and if they, if they haven't been in the fitness space, they haven't been paying attention to things like macros and dieting. And, you know, for them, they're just like, oh, I'm going to go on a diet. I'm going to cut out beer uh, during the week, or I'm going to start running more. You know, they, they don't do the things that all of us know about. These details can be new to some people. So when she first started talking about this and she's like, when I make this, you know, uh, healthy oatmeal or when I make this, you know, big vegetable dish, I'm cooking all these vegetables in the air fryer and I'm going to steam them first. And then I'm going to add, you know, I think she was doing something with like cashew milk and then seasonings and she wasn't using fats to cook it. And, you know, it, it just made me think like, okay, two ways to, I hate using this phrase, two ways to skin a cat, right? You can cook things several ways, but if you're cooking a bunch of vegetables in the air fryer and you're putting a ton of olive oil or coconut oil, that's going to have a lot more calories because of the oil versus cooking those same vegetables in just a slightly different way that'll still be just as freaking delicious. I'm telling you, you don't have to be a vegan to go look this girl up or some of these other people who I'm sure if you're looking at her videos, you'll see some of the similar um, people on YouTube that are recommended. Just look at the way that they're cooking this stuff. It just looks delicious. In fact, I showed several of these videos to Steve and he's like, we need to make that. We need to make that. She was showing how she made cauliflower mashed potatoes. So she made, she put a bunch of red potatoes in the... Um, air fryer, I'm paraphrasing here, added cauliflower, steamed them, added, I think she was using cashew milk, a bunch of seasonings. I don't think she added any fats to it. Um, mashed it all up and she's like, you know, we eat this a lot. And totally different thing. Again, guys, look this stuff up on MyFitnessPal. Look at what the difference would be if you put, if you made something for say your significant other and yourself, and you made a bunch of vegetables, but you put maybe, you know, what turned out to be 500 calories of oil. And if you think that that's not like, if you think when you hear me say that, oh, I would never put that much oil in. It's really a lot easier than you think. Okay. It's a lot easier to be liberal with avocado oil or olive oil or even coconut oil and, and not realize it. And I can tell you without question, because when Steve and I started talking about this last night, I'm like, babe, do you know how often? Let me give you guys all an example. Here is a typical example of how Steve and I would cook. This is very recently. This is up last two or three weeks. I think he and I both had this aha moment because we're both close to our goals, but you know, we're he's had some frustrating moments where he's like, I I don't understand, you know, the scale's moving slower than it used to be. And he's like, I, I, I don't know what I'm... So for us, stumbling on this and talking about it last night, we both were like, 
let's test this out for the next three weeks and see how if we really tighten it up and watch the healthy fats, maybe we can cut out a thousand calories a week. And let me explain to you how this can happen. So a very typical thing that Steve and I might do for a dinner would be, you know, say I'm at my, I've been counting my calories all day. He's at the office, right? I work from home and I might be, by the time he comes home from the office and we're going to make dinner, I might be at 800 calories and I'm trying to be my caloric deficit number 1600. Okay. So I still have 800 calories left for dinner, which is pretty cool. Right. And he's, he's ready for a dinner sometimes he doesn't eat as much during the day. I'm working with him on that. So he comes home and we decide we're going to make a big salad and we'll have a big salad. And sometimes we'll cook, whether it's salmon. Um, we have this great, um, wild caught salmon that is in the frozen section at, at, uh, target actually. It's really, really good. I'll see if I can link up to it. Um, so we might make something like salmon um, that's frozen, or we might make salmon and put it in the cast iron skillet. Um, or we might make, he does chicken thighs really well. And I know for a fact when he does chicken thighs, he's cooking it in olive oil. Okay. And again, my man, when he's pouring olive oil on, it's not like he's trying to douse it, but he's just, you know, he's putting a liberal amount of olive oil in the pan. So if he's cooking two chicken thighs or four chicken thighs, and it's kind of like spread out, it's not like, anyway, you know, what's it called when it's boneless and it, yeah, boneless and it's spread out and he, it, they're so delicious. It's really one of our favorite things is doing chicken thighs, boneless chicken thighs. Anyway, so he'll cook it in the pan and then we, we will bring it over and then we'll make a huge bowl of romaine lettuce with cilantro and then we'll put avocado on it so that's adding some more healthy fats and then we'll put you know all of our vegetables on it that we want and then we add the chicken and then we're adding our salad dressing hey everybody this marks the end of part one of this two-part episode make sure you listen to part two